From Greenville, South Carolina, we present... Let the Bible Speak. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, preaching Christ in all His fullness. for joining us for another broadcast of Let the Bible Speak. Today we continue a series of studies on the doctrine of the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. We'll be hearing from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy a devotional thought from the pen of Charles Haddon Spurgeon, found in his collection called Faith's Checkbook. Our devotional for today is entitled, Ever Mindful. The text is found in Psalm 115 and verse 12. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. I can set my seal to that first sentence. Cannot you? Yes, Jehovah has thought of us, provided for us, comforted us, delivered us, and guided us. In all the movements of His providence, He has been mindful of us, never overlooking our mean affairs. His mind has been full of us. That is the other form of the word mindful. This has been the case all along and without a single break. At special times, however, we have more distinctly seen this mindfulness, and we would recall them at this hour with overflowing gratitude. Yes, yes, the Lord hath been mindful of us. The next sentence is a logical inference from the former one. Since God is unchangeable, He will continue to be mindful of us in the future, as He has been in the past, and His mindfulness is tantamount to blessing us. But we have here not only the conclusion of reason, but the declaration of inspiration. We have it on the Holy Ghost's authority. He will bless us. This means great things and unsearchable. The very indistinctness of the promise indicates its infinite reach. He will bless us after His own divine manner, and that forever and ever. Therefore, let us each say, Bless the Lord, O my soul.
In these days when the forces of evil are devastating our land, God's people need to pray. More than that, we must engage in united prayer. Just as the apostles and the early church were of one accord gathering for prayer, the cry for our day must be, Let us pray. To encourage the Lord's people to this end, Let the Bible Speak is pleased to offer a publication entitled, The Case for United Prayer. Presented within its pages are excerpts from the works of Jonathan Edwards, Samuel Prime, and Pastor Richard Cross. The centerpiece of the book is Samuel Prime's first-hand account of the famous New York City prayer meetings of 1857, begun by one man, Jeremiah Lamphere. This simple effort was blessed by God until prayer meetings sprang up all over the nation and ushered in a mighty revival that spread across the sea to Great Britain, culminating in the great 1859 revival in Northern Ireland. To obtain your copy of The Case for United Prayer free of charge, simply email info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you wish, you may call us at 864-244-2408. That's 864-244-2408. If you prefer regular mail, simply write, Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Just ask for your copy of The Case for United Prayer. As the ordeal of the cross drew near, we find the Lord Jesus Christ telling his sorrowing disciples that when he returned to heaven, he would send them a comforter, referring to the Holy Spirit. In this message, Dr. Cairns has been explaining the various ministries of the Holy Spirit to the people of God. He comforts God's suffering people, 
Then, the Holy Spirit is the Christian's helper, showing that the Spirit has taken Christ's place on earth as the Comforter and the soul's immediate point of contact with God. The Spirit is the Christian's advocate on earth with God, especially as it relates to prayer. Finally, the Holy Spirit is the Christian's advocate with men, enabling God's people to stand before the enemies of truth and convicting men through the Christian's witness to bring them to Christ. Now, Dr. Cairns will conclude this message. The Comforter. God save us from an orthodoxy that's dead. The Holy Spirit is our vital point of contact with God. We need to hold the orthodox faith. Why we need the Holy Ghost to set it on fire. Dr. Paisley loves to quote the saying of Dr. Bob Jones Sr. He used to say that without evangelistic unction, orthodoxy cannot function. How very, very true. We need to learn this again in the realm of fundamentalism today. There are fundamentalists who are ready to fight everything and everybody that doesn't dot every I and cross every T of their creed. But there's very little evidence of the vital activity of God the Holy Spirit in the midst. He is our immediate point of contact with God. He's like Christ to us in that also He's ever near. He's never far. The comfort and the help that we need is never far away. He's ever near. And not only so, but he's ever clear. Did you ever notice in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ that he was near his disciples and when he wanted them to do something, he was absolutely clear in making his will known to them, in instruction and in guidance? That is the ministry of the vicar of Christ. He brings us into vital contact with our God. He breathes life into our creed. He's ever near us. And he's clear in instruction and in guidance. So, he takes the place of Christ in there. He's our helper. He's our helper because he enables us. There's a lovely word in Romans 8 and 26. The Spirit helpeth our infirmity. Our witnesses, he helps, he enables. Now tell me, what can you do for God? What can you do? You've got to throw up your hands and say, I can do nothing. You should witness, but how can you witness effectively? You should seek to win souls, but how can you win souls? These are things beyond the ability of man. We are too infirm to do these things. We are told, stand, therefore, and having done all, stand. But how can you stand if you're too weak to stand? Well, thank God, the Holy Spirit is our helper, and he helpeth our infirmities. He takes the weakest of the weak, and he puts power within them. The one who could help and enable the paralytic to stand up and walk is the one who can put power in the weakest believer and enable him to do the will of God. Not only so, he's our helper. 
because he subdues our enemies and his enemies. Think of the words of Isaiah 59 and verse 19. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard against him. The standard is the standard of the cross. That's the only standard the Holy Ghost ever lifts up. The old gospel standard. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God the Holy Spirit helps his people by holding aloft the standard. In ancient times when men went into battle, when army came against army, when the standard fell, there was general confusion and despair in the ranks, and the army would flee in defeat. Bless God when men would let down the standard, when men would compromise, when churches would go rotten, when apostasy would get into the body politic. God the Holy Spirit says, I will raise up the standard. There's no defeat for the cause of Jesus Christ. There's no defeat for the man who stands for God in that cause. He subdues our enemies. So he is our comforter. He is our helper. Thank God he's our advocate on earth with God. The word paraclete has as its basic idea the idea of an advocate. On earth, within our breast, we have the Holy Spirit. Romans 8.26 says, He maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now in heaven, Christ is our paraclete. He's presenting his blood. That's his plea. And he's presenting our prayers through the merit of his blood to gain an answer. In our hearts, the Holy Ghost is our paraclete. And he is prompting true prayer according to the will of God, directing our words and our desires so that they may be offered not only on the merit of Christ, but in the power of the Spirit of God. True prayer, you know, is prayer in the Spirit. True prayer, actually, is a prayer conceived by God. One of the great doctrines of Christian theology is called the impassibility of God. I don't worry about the term. It's a technical term. It has as its basic meaning the fact that God can never be moved by anything outside of himself. God is never passive. He is active. Now think of that. Some people have the notion that when we come to pray, we are conjuring up arguments to make God do that which otherwise He wouldn't want to do. Whereas in reality, true prayer has its 
tell you, the Holy Spirit maketh intercession within us. That's how you pray. It doesn't take you to be a genius to pray. It doesn't take you to be a theologian to pray. In fact, most of the theologians in our day haven't a clue how to pray. And when you read the stupid drivel that they turn out under the term theology, you'll know that you're dealing with men who have never met with God. There are exceptions to that rule for which I give God thanks. You don't need to be a theologian to pray. But you need to have the Holy Ghost to pray. Every Christian has the Comforter, the Helper, the Advocate. Bless God, you can pray. If you're a Christian, you can pray. How often we have been reminded of D.L. Moody's great revival in London. Started off very poorly. Nothing appeared to be working. Moody was in London, though he didn't know it, because of the prayers of two old women. One of them bedridden, couldn't leave her room. That's why he was there. That's what kept him there. When they prayed through, Moody saw London move for God. The Holy Spirit is the Christian's advocate with God. And finally, Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, is the Christian's advocate with men. We were reading in John chapter 16, the words of Christ. Verse 7 promises the Comforter, the Advocate. Now what does he say in verse 8? When he has come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Here there are two great thoughts of application. When we are seeking to stand for God in this world, the Holy Ghost will reprove the world's opposition to our stand for the gospel. Now let's be encouraged about that. I want to tell you that there is such a person as God the Holy Spirit. And He will reprove the world of Christ's rejectors. And when God's people are called by Him to take their stand for the cause of Jesus Christ, they can safely leave the outcome of that stand with God the Holy Spirit. He's their advocate. He will advocate their cause, even on earth. Of course, there is even more blessed application of it that the Holy Ghost will so convince men who started out as our enemies as to subdue them to Jesus Christ. He will reprove, he will convince, he will convict. And in many cases, as for instance in the day of Pentecost, he, he did this with saving power. So to work upon the hearts of men who are natural enemies of the gospel and started out as an act true, as opposing mockers of the gospel, to make them cry, men and brethren, what must we do? The Holy Spirit is our advocate to bring men and women 
to the feet of Christ in saving grace. There's a hymn my wife said to me last night you would just love to have our own hymn book for this one hymn this morning. It's not in the book that we use here, but in the Free Presbyterian Hymnal, uh, it is found. Go spread the tidings round. Wherever man is found, wherever human hearts and human woes abound, let every Christian tongue proclaim the joyful sound. The Comforter has come. The Comforter has come. The Comforter has come. The Holy Ghost from heaven, the Father's promise given, will spread the tidings round wherever man is found. The Comforter has come. We need the ministry of the Holy Ghost as Comforter. Amid failure, discouragement, disappointment, we need the ministry of Comforter. We can have the ministry of his comfort. Not only that, we should have his ministry of comfort. Let us not quench or grieve God the Holy Spirit. Because when you do, you lose the ease that he brings in the tensions of life. You lose the enjoyment of spiritual things that he brings amidst all the troubles and calamities of this world. Let us not grieve the Holy Spirit of God or quench his operation. Rather, let us be found as God's people on our knees before him, crying for the fullest operation of the work of the Holy Ghost, the paraclete, as our comforter, our helper, and our advocate. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. Founded by Dr. Alan Cairns, Let the Bible Speak is also heard in many parts of the world through the international radio outreach of Let the Bible Speak, produced in Northern Ireland. The Free Presbyterian Church stands without apology for the absolute inerrancy of the Bible, emphasizing preaching that centers on the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ and is militant in its stand against the ecumenical apostasy and the efforts of the world to infiltrate the Church. For further information about the Free Presbyterian Church, you may email info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. You may call us at 864-244-2408. Or you may write, Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Again, that's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Also, we encourage you to visit the website of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America at www.fpcna.org. That's www.fpcna.org. 
This is Charles Kelsch saying thank you for listening and inviting you to join us again as we let the Bible speak. (music) 